At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. Dog. weird to see the Lucasfilm on anything not Star Wars. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the weirdest thing about this movie is is it opens with the and I just expect like that's yeah. all I want to hear. And then, <laughs> also, anytime one of the planes were like starting, <laughs> it sounded like it made me think I just thought of X Wings. That's all I could think of when I could when I heard the sound. It's tricky because at first, I'm gonna say what's so funny is I didn't see that. Like I thought this movie was directed by George Lucas, and when I first started looking it up, it said directed by George Lucas and Anthony Hemingway, and I was like, wait a second. Like <laughs> I was like, at one point I was looking at one shot, like yo, this is just a refurbished like Star Wars shot of like uh, I don't know what the spaceships are called, but it was one shot of all like the planes lined up, and I was like. Man, this is straight up computer generated and they just swapped out whatever those like Star Wars ships are or some American <laughs> ships. This shit is all CG. They recycling. They recycling on us. But it's not directed by George Lucas. He just no. produced it, right? Yeah, but it's crazy because he directed the reshoots, apparently. Oh, because oh, I was looking okay. it up last night and I saw two names, but right now I'm on IMDb and I see one name. Anthony Hemingway is the director of the movie. Like is uh, and when the in the credits of the movie, it says it's it's directed by him. But then you know they had to do reshoots and stuff. And George Lucas was very heavily involved in got it. a lot of the movie. This is a movie based on history. We don't know. Like we don't we don't study this history in school. I mean, like, what did you guys learn about? This? When did you learn about Tuskegee Airmen? Well, I knew very early on, and I wish I, I didn't think about it. My friend Ryan, his dad is in like the air force and like he's he either studied or worked with some of the um tuskegee airmen so i That's knew amazing. of them like like ninth grade so like i i didn't even think about it until i was watching it like i should have had mr jones on but um like i've known about it for a while it's just that i'm not sure how accurate this movie actually is when i watch it like this doesn't like so i don't know so yeah i mean I, I was trying to look up like that i think I, I feel like i knew about it in either in high school or at the, I mean, definitely by, you know, by after high school. But I, mm -hmm. I feel like high school was when I first knew about them. But I don't know now. I, I feel like it, now I'm like, if, don't, didn't you, if you black, you knew about the Tuskegee Airmen, right? Like we knew about, we were just talking about everything black that happened. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but, uh, but, but I was you, trying to but... look up like the history, like how much of this is accurate. And there is like a quote of, there is a quote, I haven't found, I haven't done like extensive research on this, but I've seen mm -hmm. plenty of things saying like how inaccurate the movie is. But then I, so there was mm -hmm. a quote from a Tuskegee Airman that was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's George Lucas. It's, you know, it's Star Warsified, but mm -hmm. that's pretty much what happened. Like, they're like that was what we oh, did, really? you know? Yeah. So, I mean, again, that's just one quote, you know, it's one quote from one dude 
you know, but, um, mm-hmm. but I, I, I can't see anything that like is talking about how, like how one, you know, w- like beats beat by beat what happened versus what didn't. Right. And, I, and I don't know if, if all of these characters are invented soldiers, you know, or if, uh, or, or, yeah. if, or if any of them are, you know, are actually people. It's also tough. Like it's, it's interesting because well, one, you know, the whole, the idea of like, having an historically accurate film is always a little, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, debatable because it's like, do you really want to have a film that is just a retelling of history? If so, why not just a documentary? Um, You're going to have to fictionalize it in some way. And also the, the reality is with war stories, like, you just there's you never know exactly what's accurate because people always embellish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Soldiers yeah, are going to embellish. Like the winning side is always going to embre- embellish. You know, people love telling red tales. Wow. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm here for it. Honestly, I kind of felt it coming, but people but you know love what? telling red tales. <laughs> you know what? I'm here for like, it. You know, I'm just saying. You know, because I'm it's with like. You, you know what I mean? You got the you got your fish stories. You know you got your red wait, tails. Wait, no, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I agree with you, but not to no goddamn fish stories, Bray. I agree to no, just, no, just... yeah, not fish stories. That's right. Yeah, you know I was on your side. Why'd you? You know what I mean? I tried to help. <laughs> what? I'm I'm just saying. Oh no, when God. you're elaborate, you know you're embellishing things. You know what I Please mean? Please stop doing this. <laughs> I don't want to be present for this anymore. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to tell your kids about this one day. It's going to be a nice red tail. Why do you keep going? Like, why? No one want. Just start the show. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Milligan. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. From the last plane to the last bullet to the last minute to the last man, we fight, we fight, we fight. We fight. Why didn't you let us do the? I know you didn't us. wait. You didn't. You didn't wait for us, man. Because the last time I waited for y'all, y'all ain't do shit. I mean, <laughs> we know. To wow. We know we fight. We know we fight. That's wow, easy. Wow, James. Can we pretend that? Airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars. I can't. I could really I do remember that this song was in the movie, and I it <laughs> wait, actually makes me upset. Wait, what's what this in the scene? movie? Did they play? What's this in the? I just thought of an airplane song that could be somewhat related. Oh, okay. Is, that, do, is it, this in I, the soundtrack? Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. <laughs> For a second, I was like, "Was that in the movie?" There's no way. Honestly, that would be terrible. It would be so weird if they did do it. But also, like, I wouldn't put it past them. When's the movie? When did that song come out? <laughs> it? it don't even matter. This movie would have put it in there. I'm surprised they didn't play freaking "I Believe I Can Fly" in this joint. I think that song came out before this. Before this movie came out, mm. this movie almost had sunshine in it. This movie just felt so commercial; it couldn't even help itself. It couldn't. <laughs> uh, wow, we haven't even gotten to. You know, oh, I'm ready for this because I'm mad. He's already going. I should have been in bed, but I watched this movie, and I should be in bed now. But I'm talking about this movie, so we're about to get my right. Okay, all right. Well, uh, before we get into that, just so you know, um, this extremely well mannered, you know, honestly, it's like delight. You know, just like 
when you open up a new can you stop? Ice cream, <laughs> can you stop? <laughs> when you open up a new pint of ice cream and you take a little you take a little spoonful and you you put it in your mouth for the first time. That's what this voice sounds like, and that's the voice of Jonathan Braylock. Say you're lactose intolerant, then what does that voice sound like? A bunch of shit. <laughs> that was so rude. That was such a rude response to me. I listened to this nigga episode after episode say, oh, my voice sounds like this. And finally, finally, James. But everybody third. know ice cream is good, though. Ice cream All right. Is good. Well, the yelling voice you're hearing now, that's Gerard <laughs> Milligan. That's the passionate voice that y'all hearing. This voice is James the Third. And we are a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. And today we are reviewing the 2012 flick. <laughs> I was going to say biopic, and that was absolutely <laughs> false. Um, the 2012 war film. Red Tails, starring, I mean, every black Truly person. so many. <laughs> Everybody's in this movie. <laughs> like, where's this the is list? maybe my ideal yeah. cast of people. Like, I want, I want yeah. to see this same group of people do every black historical, historical yeah, film. Yeah, it's crazy. You got Nate Parker. You got David Oyelowo. You got Neo. Yeah. You, you got Cuba Gooding Jr. Tristan Wilds. Leslie Odom Jr., Michael B. Jordan, Elijah Kelly. Elijah Kelly's really good. Elijah, um, he cr- oh man, I love him. He's a great actor. Was it Marcus T. Pollock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leslie Odom Jr., you already said that. Michael B. Yeah. Jordan, you already mm-hmm. said that, right? Method yeah, Man? Yeah. The oh, right. Method Man. H O D. Man, oh, everybody's and in Method this. Man with the like, it's like truly, it, it is one of those films where you're like, why did they like, man? I guess everybody just thought that this was going to be huge because people be agreeing to some really small roles. <laughs> where, where is the dude who was uh, Andre? There we go, Andre Royo, the dude from The Wire. The dude from The Wire. He was the other mechanic. Um, yes. Oh yeah, there's oh, two man. dudes from The Wire. Uh, who's the other? But dude? yes, oh, he's oh, the oh Michael B. He's He's the one who, yeah, uh, Andre is, is his name. He's the one yeah. who plays, um, well, actually, there's three dudes from The Wire. Wow, you just, yes. Oh, who's the other one? Um, it's the, uh, hold on, I'm going to find his I've name. I've seen this dude on stage also, Andre Royo. I've seen him on stage. He's great. Kevin Phillips? Is that the guy? No, yeah. Tristan. Tristan. Oh, yeah, Tristan. Oh, Tristan was. Is it mm-hmm. bad I know Tristan from 90210? The reboot? <laughs> No, it's not bad. Haven't you famously never seen The Wire? I mean, I be wanting to watch it. I just now like <laughs> entertainment that makes me happy. I also famously have never seen The Wire. I don't know how famous I am for that. No, scene, it's, you're not. But that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I famously have never seen. Oh, he famously has, though, being from D.C. And like, you exactly. know, there's a lot of crossover there. One might expect. I understand. You don't need to explain it, but... No, I just was trying to figure out why I wasn't famous for it. And yeah, this film is about the journeys, the the lives of uh, the 332nd Infantry uh, Air, Airmen, uh, also fighter group, also known as the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, okay. 
What did it make box office? It made fifty off a fifty-eight million dollar fifty-eight million dollar budget, and it made fifty million mm-hmm. worldwide. What the international box office four hundred eighty-nine thousand dollars? It feels like they did they even send it out internationally? No, okay, it was in uh, United Kingdom and Croatia. Those were the only two markets they opened. A war, a World War II war film. Opened in two. Other, wow, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I the, the only other thing I was able to find while I was trying to look up historical stuff is that like around this time, George Lucas was like screaming about about systemic racism in, in Hollywood because they're like, we don't know how to market movies like this. How he, he would keep getting that as a as a response whenever he was trying to, I guess, wow. either make this or what, you know, or what have you. Right. Um, and like yeah. and then hearing they only <laughs> opened in two. <laughs> markets o- overseas it's just like what like you didn't even yeah. try you didn't even want you didn't even think this would do anything i don't know it has a 40 percent uh, in rotten tomatoes 58 percent audience score yes yeah, so oh, both of those mm. are rotten um <laughs> you gotta are. say it like that both well they are, are though rotten. they are right you know yeah. they're not they're okay. not fresh okay what's well, certified fresh 60, 60 or more yeah 60 okay all right Initial thoughts. Man, I just didn't like this movie, man. Like, I just wish I didn't watch it. Like, I, I like everybody in it. I like, I really like the idea of the Tuskegee Airmen, but also, like, I didn't want to see David run around with some white woman the whole time. Like, I just didn't, like, the special <laughs> effects look really bad. Then we had to keep cutting back to him running around with this white woman the whole time. And I was like, really, out of every relationship you're going to show, you're going to show this black dude who's a rebel with this white woman. And I'm like, is this really necessary? Is this person real? I had to look it up. I'm not sure if this story and love story is real, but I'm going to keep continuing looking it up. I was like, uh, the pacing is really off. I'm really bored. Also, I'm not going to lie. I can't watch movies on my laptop anymore because I realized if the movie's really bad. I'm going to fast forward 15 seconds, see if I miss something, then go back and be like, uh, I really hate this movie. Honestly, six minutes into this movie, Six. I, I think I texted y'all at the six minute mark. I was like, I don't want to watch this movie. Like the character yeah, development. I, didn't, I actually didn't understand that when I start. I, when I finally watched it, I was like, Wait, why six minutes in? Because you know what it was. It's like when it yeah, first what a weird started. Spot to not be interested. In it literally anymore. starts because so an air much battle. is going on. That's like ex- somewhat exciting. At the well, of the- well, the problem the problem I had is is I realized this is another thing. Hollywood, please listen to this. Um, if you're going to have a movie about extraordinary black people, don't start to force five minutes of your movie with white people. I don't care. Like I'm not like I don't want to see it. I don't. I don't give a fuck how or what is happening. You show me a black person and then you can cut at the six minute mark to a white person like and the tragedy happens and when they need the black person. But like five minutes, almost six minutes, it was just white people doing shit. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care. Okay, (laughs) it's a movie called The Red Tails by the Tuskegee Airmen. And for the first five minutes, I don't see not one Tuskegee Airman. I don't see a Tuskegee Airman ship. I don't hear the mention of the Tuskegee Airman. You know what I see? I see white folks in planes shooting at people. Right. That's how this movie started. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. That, is, okay. that is true. Everything you just said is is accurate. A lot of movies have start with scenes with people who are not the leads of the movie. For the first five like, minutes, Bray? Yeah. Nigga, if I watch The yeah. Matrix, Neo Jurassic in Park. that motherfucker. Jurassic Neo's Park. not in the first five minutes. Neo there is a dinosaur in the beginning of Jurassic Park. No, he's Park, not. Though. The first five <laughs> minutes of the the first five minutes of the Matrix is Trinity in in one of the greatest action sequences of all time. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the, that's not a whole five minutes. That's not a whole five minutes. Uh, I feel to. like it is because because you got you got um you know the agents are there. 
they're they're surrounded. And remember, the cops are there, and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, we got to surround it. And he's like, your men are already dead. And then it, you know, flat. And then she's she fights. Yeah, and blah, blah. I mean, the Matrix may be true. The Matrix ain't called Neo. This movie's called Red Tails, <laughs> okay, and I but don't you see the red. T- <laughs> you the one who brought up the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just switch it up. <laughs> like the like the movie Scream. Well, I guess that I guess that someone count. dies in the beginning, nigga. If you yeah, make a movie called The Harlem Globetrotters, the Scream shit. You get the Scream Brain, shit. Right. Beginning of Scream. Brain. If I mm-hmm. watch, if I watch Ray, if if a nigga's name is in the Joe, it got. If right. I watch the Braylock. Uh, if I watch the John the Braylock movie and I'm showing somebody, if I show your cousin Tito for five minutes, like who the fuck is this movie about? Is it about Braylock? Who's about this nigga Tito? Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. that's it. All I'm right. done. That's your. Next <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't like it. Tarot is actually done. He's. he's... I feel bad. <laughs> I uh, famously like war movies. Um... Famously, wow! Everybody's famous for something today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Braylock's on his Z-Way. He's getting all these these <laughs> legendary words. <laughs> and um, yeah, and you know, this is a war movie. So I will say that just because of the genre, I do I did I enjoyed it. Um, but it definitely I can understand why it didn't do well at the box office. And to be to be fair, that opening sequence was bad. Cause it it wasn't I don't even care about the fact that it was just all white people. It was just like it was so hard to follow the action. It was like, what's happening? Like, and and it was also just a weird. I don't know. It's like we know so much about World War II. We know mm-hmm. so much about its history. Like showing us a couple of bombers getting shot down and try and like, I guess I. It just like the the weight of that isn't there. Like I I just know that that's not. Like, uh oh, you know, if these bombers aren't getting, if these bombers don't get, sh- get getting shot down, we're gonna lose the war. It's like, no, we're not. Anyway, so <laughs> it's just. Like, it's I just realized um, the Last Jedi started exactly like this movie did. The Last Jedi. Wh- which one was that? The se- the 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 one with oh the one everyone loves. That's the, that's the one people like. That's the one everybody loves. Starts that's exactly like this when he gets frozen or um. Hmm? When like he gets like Han gets you know nah brother <laughs> this is I'm talking about I'm talking about episode um eight this is like Wait. the most recent the the second to last one that that, <laughs> that was called up. the Last Jedi I thought that was called oh honestly man I tell you this for George Lucas to love black people because I know he do he had a black wife his movies don't be doing black people justice you're right. That's all. Look, you know, uh, they better <laughs> give they better give my man uh, Finn a TV show on Disney Plus to make up for that movie they put him in. You know what I'm saying? Look, I he, this is what I wanted to say that this movie has a great cast and they're doing things. They really are pulling this movie along, and uh, there are some fun action sequences out, like outside of the beginning of the movie. Like there are certain action sequences later on where I was like, I was like, oh, this is like not bad. Like it, it's tough. It's tough to do airplane fights. You know, um, they're like mm. they're sometimes not that interesting. Um, but this movie do, does, I thought, did a decent job of it. I don't know. I I don't like the screenplay that much, and I don't think I like the directing that much. I don't know. It felt like one of these films where it 
you just wanted it to be so much more and it and it and, it, and instead it was just kind of like decent you know but i i, yeah. I enjoyed it all right look uh-oh what you gonna say then you on the you, you you can go either way now i never i never wanted to see this movie Never. <laughs> i would have been never? perfectly happy going to my deathbed having never seen red tails i remember oh these God. the trailers for this movie and i remember just being like what the hell what is this cgi why are the planes moving like that i and then this is this movie we brought this movie up twice right we brought this movie up twice we we're gonna watch it uh last week i said no then <laughs> Then somehow it became the movie we were watching today. <laughs> I don't remember deciding this. <laughs> and I need y'all to understand, this is my favorite fucking movie. I loved it. I had a great wow. time. I wow. had a great time. This movie, I couldn't believe it. I loved every. I loved everything. I, I couldn't believe that I loved. Uh, and I hate war movies. And y'all know that I hate war movies. This wasn't I, a war movie. I, yeah, I James it. famously hates war movies. This wasn't Thank a you. war movie. Fame. Okay, but this I, was a cartoon. I, I, the, the first thing that I enjoyed was. There were only a couple planes moving super fast and like being weird, you know, like most of the planes moved slow as hell. And you just <laughs> sat in there with the pilots right. while they were like dealing with just bullets. flying through. <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that I was tricked by bad trailers like tr like bad trailers. Maybe. <laughs> I think those were honest trailers, James. I know. I think they were, were, I think they were bad trailers. And I think, I think, I, I think honest trailers. trailers about what's bad about the movie. Well, what people don't like about the movie that I fully get. Like I've, I'm where Bray is like, I get why people don't like it, but like an honest trailer about what's bad about this movie is like, you know, we see them like pontificating about like what it means to be black in the world, like all of that, <laughs> like this, how slow the rest of the movie is. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about bad stuff because I, I really had a great time felt for every character. Oh, I felt God. for every character. I would have switched Terrence Howard and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Cuba, Cuba, Cuba Jr. Jr. I, Cuba yeah. has one well, speech. Cuba has one speech in this movie and it's at the beginning of the movie. And, I felt so many emotions. He's looking out at everyone and he's and he's like, we're gonna be the best goddamn, whatever it is that he's saying. And oh, it's it was the, it was the greatest thing I had ever heard anyone say. And then Terrence Howard at the end has a speech, and I was like, man, I ain't trying to hear <laughs> I'm not trying to hear Terrence Howard deliver this speech. Anyway. Wait, are you serious? I am I am very serious. I would have I would Oh man, I I like Terrence Howard way more. Did you love that speech? Yeah, yeah. I liked his speeches way more. Cuba Gooding Jr., I was like, what is going on? Oh man, Cuba Gooding Jr. was acting his ass off. Oh really? <laughs> Maybe I didn't I'm like biased. It. Maybe I just love Cuba Gooding Jr. and just wish he was doing more shit. Did you like both, Jarrah? I or I the only person I liked in this movie was Nate Parker. Wow. I thought Nate Parker was acting his ass off. You didn't what? like Elijah Kelly? You didn't like Oh, I do I didn't guess I like I like, I think is I genuinely like, so I do like Elijah Kelly, but I just think he's really good and deserves way more than he's gotten. Like, I just think he's very talented. Um, mm -hmm. I thought David Ayello was miscast. I was like, wow. He was he miscast, but I, I will say this though. If we hadn't seen him in all this other things, I feel like you would see this movie and he doesn't necessarily look the part, but he acted it well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he did, he acted it well. 
And but I think we're like we're also like we know who he is. So now it's hard to watch this movie and be like, wait, why did they cast him? I mean, this movie felt like it, it felt like you know what it was. It was nice seeing all these black actors in this movie, but it also made me sad. Like this was the movie that got them together. Like even Method Man doing some weird accent, Neo doing whatever the fuck weird. Neo was doing. I was like, I actually I, liked what Neo was doing. Yeah, I, I was like, Neo if too. he don't shut, <laughs> D- I like Neo too. And it oh worked. It worked when he sang the um, when he sang the the Red Hot song. That's when it, it it all came together when he when he sang that <laughs> like what he was doing before it was like okay all right that's a choice then he sang the song yeah. and it was like oh hell yeah <laughs> it, it all melded together in a very beautiful way I liked Leslie Odom <sighs> Jr. in this yes. movie and I wanted more of him and I was and a part of me was like did his character disappear he yeah. never flew a ship yeah. Louis they talking about we want to get in the air like nigga, then what happened to Mike did Michael B I saw Michael B in a in a in, a, in an air suit. Michael B. died? He died, yeah. He died. Okay, I wasn't sure who died, because I was like, did Leslie Odom Jr. die? I couldn't remember. No. Well, who died? Well, there was only well, I two know deaths, the, right? Michael B. died? We only see two deaths. Michael B. died. Michael B. died. and um, He was the one who got shot down. He was the one who got shot fight. down in the final battle. And then and then David Oyelowo. Those are the only two, right? Well, no, 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 no. The guy, that, the guy that got shot up, and then, and then, like, and then... His plane exploded. No, 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 no. He did. He didn't. The one that landed in. in oh, you're right. You're right. He didn't die. He didn't he just die. Got like he didn't 60% die. Percent burns. Yeah. 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 He didn't die. Only two people died in this movie. That's this is another reason why. Right. I, right. Right. I, I okay. liked it. Okay. Let's get <laughs> into. It wasn't a war movie deaths. where all of my there's friends two died. Fake, there's two. Two things where it looks like they're gonna they're dead, but then they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's w- fair. Before we get into this, I gotta say this over okay. I genuinely think I have a problem with these commercial glossy movies absolutely about like famous black folk that i feel like lifetime tv them like this watching this movie i felt like i was watching hidden figures and i was waiting for some pop music to play and i was like oh shit here it comes and i was like why why i i I don't need it to be so what i want to say is i don't need this movie to be heavy but this movie mainly took place during the day on green screen. It was overly sure. bright, overly poppy, and it was like the weight of things that was supposed to happen. Like, even dealing with Nate Parker's, like, his character's, like, alcoholism is like, we can't, we got to it at the very yeah, end, but then yeah. we didn't really establish where <laughs> so, it came from. They, how they much it, it was very basic. It was like, they were just like he, now he's his drinking. character flaw is a, he has a drinking problem, <laughs> and we see him drink, and it's like, and it's one of those things where it's like, they tell you it, we never actually see him drunk. We just it, see him like take a couple of swigs of alcohol and we know because the music is playing that yeah. that's a bad thing. And but I'm like there's a part of me that was like is he the only person drinking? Yeah. I feel like if you're fighting in World War II, you're going to be drinking some alcohol. Yeah. yeah, like literally I'm like and he's yeah, I was like and wait He's like, you did this. I was like, what did he do? He took one sip. He wasn't slurring his words. He wasn't like, <laughs> like I thought he was doing a damn good job. Well, we saw him. We saw him took one sip, but David knew he was drinking when he got close to him. So he's his right, breath still he smelled he like smelled so alcohol. He yeah, drank more you than take a sip. One sip of, I don't drink like that. We if saw I take him do one alcohol, sip, but his a, breath the, smelled. The problem like, is <laughs> they didn't show him ever have impair. <laughs> judgment because yeah, he was drunk literally or never. do anything that seemed like a drunk a, a drunk would do this it was just told to us constantly and then and all we saw was him tr- take sips of alcohol and that's it yeah yeah i thought in the scene when after after spoiler david 
David Oyelowo dies, after he dies and there's that whole moment of like him sort of spiraling, I thought he was going to pull out. always forget to tell people that this entire podcast is a spoiler. This movie came out in 2012. And nobody saw when it. We, when you say a spoiler <laughs> at the top of the movie, we always say it's a spoiler if we talk about it right. before we get to it, don't we? Got it. That's what we do. Don't we do that? <laughs> no, right, well, no, no. Nah, we I don't. thought he was gonna pull out. I thought he was gonna pull out a, a flask there, like in the. You know, it seemed like that's what they were trying to deal with. Like, oh, his emotions are too much. You know, he's not. He's not cut out for this. You know, but he didn't. Right. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartland! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working... But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. 
and Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Well, let's just start. Let's start with this opener. Start. Oh, do we have? To I do break. think it's. I I do think it's bad. I agree. Well, but this was a thing that I read uh. about the opening. That like they were. I know that it didn't. It did. It had no weight when you when you saw it, Bray. It also had no weight for me either. Like it. it it's a thing that like has weight once you learn what the airmen go on to do. You're like, oh, all the bombers are getting shot down. They need someone to you know. But um, I was reading that they were like you need to understand that like all of the bombers were really getting shot shot down like they really just were like none of the like the bombers weren't making it to their destinations it was a huge problem and then had it not been for the tuskegee airmen like we would have lost the number of, of bombers that were lost once the airmen started went down by half like it was like they were able to like they were able to increase you know get, get help more bombers get to their to their destinations Right. Um, in a, in a, a significant by a significant margin, so like that's why that's there. I but to Dura's point, it is like it is sort of talent. It starts the movie from another perspective. Like this is the white perspective, you know. Like it's like, <laughs> but also I didn't get that heaviness of the bombers either. It's like we heard it in the middle of the movie, but like I we didn't know what the fuck was happening. It was no context. It was like. And also because we had that guy talk about how bad the bombers have been getting and like how they've been getting blown up, we didn't get that until towards the end of the movie. It's like we could have started yeah. with them since we're going to get that information. This movie was two hours and ten minutes, yo. Like we found that information out almost at an hour mark, <laughs> right? <laughs> or after. And it's, it it just was one of those things where it it was so unnecessary. Like we don't it do, it it doesn't translate. That didn't weight didn't carry over. It was confusing as hell. I literally didn't know who was getting shot at certain times. I was like, are we supposed to follow this at all? Like it was because, you know, it's just a bunch of, and look, I feel this. And this is, I don't know if this is racist or not, but like when there is a bunch of white people in a war movie, I can never tell them apart. And I, this is true. It's one of the reasons Dunkirk, you know, Dunkirk was so confusing to me because I was like, I don't know who's who. I don't know who's dying. I can't follow these people. <laughs> you know? like, and so the be- opening of this movie was like my nightmare because I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. People mm-hmm. are getting shot. I don't know if it's Germans getting shot or if it's Americans getting shot. I actually can't tell. And also the red text was weird. <laughs> Yo, it looked cheap, right? Didn't it look looked cheap? so cheap. So here was my thing that was weird about it. I was already turned. I was turned off by the Lucas. The Lucasfilm sign coming yeah. up was like weird. That, yeah. But then yeah. when everything was like, like block letters, like it. Oh wait, okay. I I gotta say I hated this. This is the this is something I hated about the movie. The the first block letters come up and they're like inspired by a true story, and then the first words we see after inspired by a true story. Yes, there's a quotation here, but it's. Blacks are inferior. <laughs> That's the first thing. That yeah, goes. I was like, why? Inspired by a true story. Blacks are inferior. Like, it's like, hold on. Yo, I saw that quote and I was like, why did you feel the need to put this quote in here, man? Yeah, like, they should have started with who the thought. quote was by or like, you know what I mean? You can't just, and it was just the words isolated blacks are inferior and then everything else came in slow afterwards. I couldn't believe it. 
but th- I didn't like that. But then after this, I started getting into it. And then I liked the text. It started feeling very like Lucasfilmy kind of like text coming up. It, it felt like it was trying to be Lucasfilmy, but it was like it, it just didn't work. I don't know. It wasn't because it wasn't over a freaking dark you scroll. know space yeah. scroll like it was like yeah. on the air like th- this weird cheap red <laughs> text and i was just like what and then also again that yeah there's no way honestly the next scene is also an action scene and it's them like just kind of very casually flying overhead i guess that's what oh, they're yeah. also trying to do is like show yeah. like and they have like a boring mission but that was effect- the, that was know. effective like i didn't get the weight of the bombers i didn't get that but cutting from like the active war zone to like to them just kind of like hey i think that's a truck guess we better shoot it like they're just yeah. like flying around trying to find stuff to do and like Yo. them being super anxious for for more action you know that i that worked the juxtaposition of that worked yeah i'm not gonna lie to y'all I was done with the movie by that scene. Like, literally, that is, this is the six-minute mark. Like, literally, I was like, once we got there and they started talking, I was like, all right, cool. And then, when it's like, oh, man, that, is this the train scene? It's like, oh, yeah. yeah that train, train could train be, scene. it could be like cattle or it could be like guns. And I was like, all right, cool, man. We're going to do something. And then, like, they just shot that ship up. I mean, that 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 train up. And I was like, cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I liked this because it was setting up it was setting up the dynamics, right? It was setting up that it was setting up that lightning, you know, was uh was a thrill seeker and like, you know, trying yeah, to do all kinds of crazy scene. shit. And like and honestly, like this is the stuff that wasn't a I don't think this is effective to y'all, but this was very effective to me. The bullets just knocking out the glass and like <laughs> Just the way that that was presented, I've never seen that before in something. Maybe yeah, I don't watch scary. enough stuff, but like it felt, I felt like I was in the war in a way that like I don't, I don't know. It was digestible to me, you know. I could, I could, I, I could watch it, but it was like I still felt like I was there. I don't know. I loved that. Right. I, loved I felt like I was. Uh, man, I'd say this: this movie made me want to go watch Top Gun. That's what it did. Oh it, God! See, see, no. Top Gun is so boring. Top Gun is such an overrated film. <laughs> I don't think it's entertaining. But the thing about, I think the biggest problem I had with this movie is the physical flying, because none of it looked real. And the thing is, again, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan like that. So like, I know people are probably more adjusted mm-hmm. to seeing like cartoon ships and stuff. But even when I watch like Mandalorian, I'm like, all right. Well, Star Wars, it's most it was models. Yeah, uh, that 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 is a problem of latter day Lucas. <laughs> like he, like he was like, I love CGI and just made everything CGI, which was which mm-hmm. was a big turnoff. But there was something about, I don't know, they whenever they would go into the cab, it it it, it didn't feel as glossy as I know the I movie know, to be. Yeah, the CGI didn't bother me that much. I I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get away from like the coloring, the background, and like it's you know what it was? It I have this is the thing I will say. It's like, yeah, I've seen Mandalorian. I actually like some how some of the stuff goes. It's like I at no point could not notice that they were just probably sitting on a green screen with like a thing over time. Like nothing fit, right. felt real. And I was like, and I know of course they're not flying, but like it didn't even feel like they were in a simulator at one point. It just felt everything felt so fake. And it felt like even at certain points, they were acting like it was 
Like, at certain points, I was like, oh, they're acting like what's happening. I think, like, Tristan Wow was looking in a different direction. I was like, I cannot handle this. Um, but, man, I was just being nitpicky. I, I just couldn't. It, I don't know, man. But I'm happy y'all like it. A lot of people it. didn't like this movie. I don't think it's just that you're being. But I'm happy <laughs> y'all like it, though. I'm happy, like, because well, I don't want to crap on it. It's just. Yeah, that, that part of it didn't bother me. It was more just the. It was like, there's a part of me that was like, oh, we're starting with them, like, already here. Like, it took a while to get who these people were. Like the the character development was very slow and not great. Like that, that was my problem. Was that like it was very generic? Like all right, lightning's lightning is you know uh, the daredevil who doesn't follow orders. And Nate Parker does follow orders, but he drinks. And then we have the dude who prays to Black yeah. Jesus, and then yeah. we have. You know, Neo, who's just like talks weird. And then like uh, <laughs> and then like Michael B. Jordan is the newbie, you know, and Leslie Odom Jr. is the one who's going to speak up in the mission. Like uh, when they're getting like their mission and be like, we how can we never fly a plane? And then uh, it was just like that was that. But then I was like, I liked everyone and the actors brought I think all the actors brought something to it. So I did care about the characters to so like James's earlier point. But none of them had like a storyline that I cared about because yeah, no. like they, we don't know anything about any of them. Like we don't know really the only person any of their his backstory. We only got a little bit of Nate Parker's backstory because of his dad. He was like, "Yeah, what are you going to do? My dad wants me to be a lawyer because he's a lawyer, so I guess right. I'm going to do that." And then we saw David risk everything for this white lady. So. How well, are you gonna have this movie? That is a that terrible deal? characterization like, of what happened. Have he doesn't risk movie. anything for the white lady. That, yeah, that he actually does it. He does it. He risks everything. Look, man, he goes into the city. He goes into the city every time. He goes into the city. That happens in that happens in times of war. Like in times of war, by Italy. By yourself. They're not in a racist America. They're in Italy. But by yourself? Yeah, if you're Yes. Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> yes. I don't know if I'm in unknown territory. You bringing your mans to while you go to be with your girl? You bring you just this hey, nigga hey, this nigga bro, flew hey, bro, over I'm about to go. This nigga <laughs> flew over a house. And it yo, first off, this is my thing. And well, this is yeah, my big yeah. thing. I had to look it up and I'm like, I don't know who his character is actually based on, but I'm like, I I think I strongly have a problem with these bubblegum pop black movies like this. Um <laughs> that always have to find a way to like like there has to be a good white person in each one of these movies. Like whether they help the black people, whether they're like speaking up for them, whether it's like a white lady like showing the black person love. I'm like it just there it wasn't a need to me unless this person is real and based on someone we can look up. There was no need for this. Like that time well, would have been better spent showing the bond build between like him and Nate, or like maybe Nate's alcoholism, so we can focus on that. Or like why. Lightning, did Lightning have a family? Like, why is he so gung-ho? Like, what's up with some of the other black folk? Like, I... They, he went back too many times for me, man. Like, why? Uh, so, I will uh, say that the actual relationship was tough because, like, they didn't speak each, another language. And it was, it, it was, like, it was weird to have, like, the second character have this romantic relationship build, like... Yeah. Um, and then they, you know? But, like, that said, I mean... Look, there a hundred percent. There were black soldiers over in Europe 
And some of those black soldiers definitely had some relationships with the women over there like that. Of course that happened. You know, it's not based on a particular person, but it it is a thing that happened. And it's like, it's literally like the only woman in this film. Yeah. (laughs) And they give it to him because he's going to die. Like they give it to him so that you can be sad when he, so that you can have a, a, and it works. Yeah. For me, I was sad. It made me a little, made it a little sadder. It did. Jarrah hates this. You know. <laughs> it's funny Jarrah hates oh, this. He's the one who started the swirl and is mad well, you know about a swirl. Well, you know what it is? I just don't like... I, it is more so not about like the swirl. It's like... I, and when it comes to this movie, these movies about like important black figures, figures we don't hear about a lot, like again, Tuskegee Airmen are very important. Like, you know, even... They even touch on like the Tuskegee exper- experiment and like how to even label this, that. Um, here's how they got their name and it's like there was there was so much ground to cover and i feel like we didn't we didn't talk about these men a lot even Mm -hmm. even if we had to talk about like maybe not eight of them like they were trying to maybe we just had to talk about like three or four and i do think there's more to humanize black people by showing this black dude falling in love with a like showing this black dude who people think are like off the rails humanizing him by like having him date this white lady i think he could have been humanized by showing how much he cared about his friends like how how they hinted at literally like towards the end of the movie it's like we didn't get that built for the whole it it felt like lost things and it's not just this movie a lot of these bubblegum historical black movies do this it's not it's not just them so i don't want to make it like it's red tails all them shits do that and i don't understand why we can't live in the world we live in where it's like, yo, you know, yeah, maybe he was hooking up with his white girl, but we ain't got to focus on that. That ain't got to be the main story. And maybe there isn't a nice white person in this movie. Like, I think that's why, like, Judas was so refreshing because it's like, yeah, at this time period, there wasn't a nice white person helping these niggas. They actually were trying to take them down. You know what I'm saying? That was what was happening. And it's like, it feels so fake. It feels so fake. And it feels so like, I don't know who this movie's for because it ain't for us. I don't. Did y'all learn more stuff about the Tuskegee Airmen? Did y'all like... A little bit, I guess. It, it being something that I just know existed, knowing that the Tuskegee Airmen existed. Like, my understanding of, like, that their thing <laughs> was that they were, you know, they were... The thing about the bombers thing is the thing that, that mm. I learned. Right, that last know? mission. Um, gotcha. and the, like, and the, the, like, the way that they flew, I don't know if that's a, 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 a way they sort of manufactured this for the, for the movie, but they, but they flew better. Like, they weren't just a good unit. They, like, could, they actually could do it better. <laughs> and, like, people didn't realize that. I don't know. Like, sometimes seeing that stuff, you know, g- helps you to, like, it kicks it up that extra notch. Just literally just seeing like, yeah, they were able to fly closer to the bombers than than the other pilots were doing. And like they were they were fearless and they wanted to do, you know, I don't know, like that. I I will say that I fully agree that this movie is sort of watered down bullet points of what happened. Right. Like that is one thousand percent true. And like. Maybe that's how I like my war movies because I'm not trying to like sit in the sadness the whole time, you know. Um, um, and like, and I would have liked to have known these guys more. I would, I would agree with that. Um, but I think that that's also can be, you know, like a a problem with a lot of these movies that like, you know, they are trying to cover so much. They do want us to sort of get to get to have a feeling for the team, the unit. 
you know, we're not going to sit with just a few, a few guys. We're going to try to, to, to get a sense of more people. Like I remember when I first realized Michael B was in the movie, it was way later than I think he was first. <laughs> it was way later than I think he was first introduced. Mm. But I was like, Oh shit, Michael B Jordan is in this movie, right. you know? Um, but I don't know. I, I, I don't disagree with, with, um, with your assessment of it, you know? So when I say there are these things that I liked about it, it's not to say that like what you're saying is untrue of it, but like, I don't know. Like I, I, it also didn't feel, it didn't feel to me with this Italian woman that he's, that he weds. It didn't feel to me like it was, even though he does go to her so many times and almost every time we see him not in a plane, it is with, with her to me, his thing mm-hmm. felt like his what he was trying to do with the war. And this relationship was what he was trying to set up for after, you know. Um, but but the thing that I latched on to the most was like, was his maverick sensibilities, was his like reckless behavior kind of stuff that mm. that that took that took precedent to me over over the other thing. I get that. I, I liked having a cocky dude. I just felt it just felt. Like it felt forcing. Yeah, maybe Bray's right. Maybe because like I'm watching this after knowing who he is, but it's like something about that just also, man, it, it, it I don't know. It was like this cast was so dope and like this is before Michael B was on the come up, you know what I'm saying? It was like they had everybody and it just feels like you know what it is? Okay, Bray, this is this is it. This is it. This is this this is this is my attempt to, to reach mm-hmm. out to Bray. This is like you're watching your favorite basketball team and they got the fucking squad. It's like, yo, these niggas this year is at least making it to the finals. But they get, but they get like swept in the first round. It's like, how? How did you do it? Maybe they win one game, but it's like, how, how did you, what happened here? You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel like I'm shocked and I'm offended and I'm hurt for them. But I'm also like, I would have did this movie too. But then I would have been like, ah, do I talk about it? It's like, there's so many emotions in it. Like even, <sighs> I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I don't know. I, I'm trying to read about like the history and what's real and what's not. It's so hard because it's like, the reality is Tuskegee Airmen is like, it's a bunch of different, it's like a yeah. huge group of people. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't, I don't know who the famous, like, are. is there, like, a famous Tuskegee Airmen pi- pilot, you mm. know? It seems like, um, so I don't, it's like, it, 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 they have to do some sort of amalgamation of stories, in a sense. It was kind of an interesting choice, and I wonder how much they debated it, to not show the training, to not start at the training process, and to just immediately mm. go to them, like, already over there, already kind of doing the thing, because, like, yeah, that's a good it point. It made like the there was no. It's 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 tough, right? Like war movies are hard, especially when you're doing a part of the war that, like, at the end of the day, is like a story. But like, look, we all make meaning out of out of every battle. Um, but some battles, I know, so, and and like they're like, oh, this is the battle that turned the tide or whatever. But like, every battle can't be that battle. So yeah. it, it's it's like. You know, and what the Tuskegee Airmen are most famous for is like basically, uh, you know, shepherding these bomber pilots and like keeping them safe. But like, that's not inherently 
it's not a thing to necessarily build up to. You know what I mean? It's it's not D-Day. It's not even a movie like uh, 1917, where it's like that whole movie mm-hmm. is just about this, you know, one do two dudes who are um, sent with a message to like let like another squadron know like they're going to get ambushed and like who knows if that is like that important to the war or whatever but it's important to those people and they have one mission and that's the mission for the movie right Mm -hmm. saving private ryan it's like we got to get this guy back home you know what i mean like there a lot of war movies like dunkirk is like we got to get our troops from the beach back to england like they're given a very clear directive at the beginning of the movie and then the whole movie kind of follows that Mm. this movie doesn't have that because there is no it's like they don't start with the clear directive it's also and it's also not a movie that just follows the journey of these people because you know it's like we don't start with them in you know training and then getting to this place so it it's a weird like snapshot that doesn't story-wise it doesn't quite work and that's why they have to like string all these different elements together they had to put in some love story because it was like what else were they going to talk about i don't know (laughs) yeah no you're right you know what i mean like the i i think it i i think maybe it was a mistake to not start there because i guess like racism is like one of the main uh you know villains of the film but like oh yeah i guess it's very light like yeah like that doesn't feel heavy like no uh, it's it's not and it's and it's and it's done in it is done in a hidden figures way where it's like you know you got brian cranston being like i hope you know like i still don't respect you and he's like sir i don't care and it's like respect the uniform that's the only thing i respect and that's uh, and then that's that scene you know what i mean and then we don't we never see brian cranston again and you're just like okay like i don't know like it's uh, it's like but, why why you know it's just like these little do it's tough it's like they didn't follow i feel like they didn't follow a character and they also didn't follow a story <laughs> they like kind of gave us a little bit of both but there yeah. were scenes that were fun. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the cast clearly liked each other, I think. Like they had some chemistry. Yeah, I just no? wanted more. No, I, I I agree with that. I think like they generally had a lot of fun. And I think that's my my you know what it is? For a movie that had them together a lot, I don't know why it still feels like I don't know that crew. Cause they were there. Like it wasn't like you didn't have scenes with them. It was just like it felt you know what it was? It felt like they had scenes of people just like joking, but it felt like there was no real insight into like yeah. anybody. I mean, it, uh, it, it it is what that thing that 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 Bray was saying though. It is like they are they are generic, you know, they are generic characters with with like code names that like that match what's generic about them right like like they call we call uh the religious dude wasn't that was that deacon or no that might not be true but joker is the guy who's funny and the and lightning is he's you know they their names all matched their right you know and it's just sort of the, the guy what did the guy want to be called he was like don't call me junior anymore call me it was like lightning. Well, was I it? mean, it's like some yeah, get, yeah, uh, some spark plug or some shit. This motherfucker gets <laughs> spark plug. <laughs> I, I got to talk about this. Every time somebody was in danger, I felt it 
I felt it 1000%. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Every, every single time. So like when, when Junior first gets hit and he's all bloody, I'm like, oh damn, Junior's done. Junior's, (laughs) Junior's, Junior's done. No, he wasn't done. He got in a in another plane. <laughs> it's funny the moment he landed that plane because I was like at first I was like oh yeah man people about to be dying this is crazy this is gonna be so sad the moment he landed that plane I was like no one's gonna die in this movie and it's like yeah we got two people but I was like the was stakes beautiful. were gone the moment it was beautiful <laughs> literally when he got when Junior got like um uh captured I was like I remember saying out loud I was like he ain't gonna have a scratch on him this sure is what enough, I, he did have scratches on him but not okay. from them. But, not from like, him. He, he's gonna be fine, <laughs> and I loved that. I was very thankful for that. Well, they told then us he when, was dead. Then and when then Deacon he comes was back. trying to, oh my god, when Deacon, okay, Deacon's whole thing—that was like a what two-minute sequence of it from leaving the war to, to leaving the battle to to the land. That whole yeah. thing was entirely too much for me. He's dizzy. The fuck. The 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 gas is all over him. He passes out. Dude, it was stressful. It was so I and then he screams no as as he I'm crashes. Gonna die. It was yeah, I don't want to die. I'm, I'm not like, ready to die. If he's dead, I can't. And then, and then he was I know. dead. I, mean, and I, was I thought so... and I thought he was dead. I was like, damn, he died. And then they were like He's gonna live. He's got sixty percent burns, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" I knew oh. he was safe. I, knew I was, he was so. Safe. Gr- I was. I, I was so thankful. I don't know how he you was thought, I knew he was safe. The man was <laughs> well, in I'm, a I'm, fire. I'm, I don't legitimately fireball. Legitimately, once, like I, I'm gonna be there. The moment Tristan Wilds landed that plane, I was like, "We won't." I, I was shocked. I was like, "Maybe one person would die," but I was like, "This yeah. isn't the type of movie. Like, yeah, it's not the movie that's gonna make that you plane. sad." I swear to you that I. We all did. Everyone knew. From the from the moment they from the moment Nate Parker said, "Hey, you know, flying is about more than fancy tricks." We knew that David Oyelowo was going to die doing some fancy trick saving Nate Parker. But they kept, but they kept. You kept <laughs> thinking he was going to die, and he kept not dying. And, and you were just like, "Not dying." Oh and man, I thought he was going to die did, then. I thought he was going to die then. <laughs> yeah. But when he did, and it was so slow. And it was like doing a thing, and 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 they just threw in the like the scene before they were like, "Hey, have you ever have you ever met one of those crazy fighter jets?" Well, oh, you don't want to do that. He uh, he died taking out. It was too much. It was too much, and it, and it, and they drug it out first. They dragged that out for so long, and I was like, "Yeah, I was a wreck. I couldn't believe. It. I couldn't believe that they got me." And I knew it was going to happen the whole movie. <laughs> it was gonna... sad. I know. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> yeah. I no, I agree. I agree, James. I thought it was sad. I I think, um, yeah, it was just this fact that, like, because everybody was kind of, like, two-dimensional yeah. and there wasn't really, like, a, a, a storyline kind of stringing us through outside of, like, we want to see action and we're, like, not getting enough action. Which, by the way, when that dude like got half blinded, when Junior got half blinded and was like, "No, no, no, I still want to be out there," I literally was like, "Do you hate your family?" <laughs> like, cause what, dude? What? You want to fly a plane half blind? Like, how badly do you not want to go home? You know what I mean? Yeah, cause that's a that's a direct how badly ticket do you home, not... isn't it? Like, it's a truly he just gone yes. Home. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you don't want to go home. But also they did say, like, you know, a lot of black people were treated better overseas than 
um, American side. And see, we didn't we didn't really get that, you know. We and that's the thing. There's a lot of different stuff. Like even with this relationship, it was like uh, there was no weight to any. There was no weight to any of this because. (laughs) <laughs> they just didn't build it up enough. It's like we get the one thing where they go into the one of the bars and it's all the white people, all the white Americans there. And, you know, they're racist and he like punches a guy and then everybody tells him, everybody yells at him. He's like, you just want to fight. And it it was those again, it was I think it was more the screenplay than the enemy acting because it was there's a part of me that was like, OK, you're telling me he just wants to fight. But like the dude called him the n-word and he punched him like it's pretty it makes sense why i don't know i don't what like nobody else did that i don't it was just one of those things where i was like uh, you're telling me something about this character that i i i feel like you're only telling me and you're not really showing me and i don't actually buy it um i don't know i don't know but i did like this i did like the scene it's so hard to even explain like how I enjoyed this movie, but also felt like the screenplay was very bad. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. <laughs> right? Because that, yeah. that is the thing of this movie, right? It's 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 58% audience score, 45 critics, right? And like 58 is surprising to me as someone who watched it and actually enjoyed it. But that feels high to me, right? Because I remember... Again, I would have gone to my deathbed having never seen Red Tails. I never wanted to see it. <laughs> I never wanted to see this movie. And I can't believe that I enjoyed it as much as I did. But like, yeah, the movies, it's weird like that. It's its weird because I, it probably like, there are things about it that are like super formulaic. So they're designed to make you feel a certain way, right? That's true. And and so it's like, it, because it hits certain beats, it is enjoyable to some. Who wrote this? The guy who wrote Three Kings. This guy wrote Three Kings. Yeah, John Ridley. I never saw. He that. wrote. He. Oh, okay. sorry. He did story by for. He did story by for Three Kings. He uh, wrote Undercover Brother. Co-wrote it. Oh wait, he wrote Twelve Years a Slave. And then he wound up winning Twelve Years a Slave and won a freaking yeah. But this movie, and Aaron McGru- McGruder wrote co-wrote it. Co-wrote this. Twelve Years a Slave is. Yeah, much better screenplay than... They brought him in later. Oh, Aaron Magruder co-wrote this. Wow. And Aaron Magruder is great. Aaron Magruder is great. (laughs) Aaron Magruder is great. I also think the direct... I also think, like, their screenplay probably got screwed with. Like, I I think the director definitely played a hand in... Because there are some things where I was like, that feels like... Feels like there was more here. Like, there's the one scene where, like, David Oyelowo... It's, like, after they kind of fought, like, David Oyelowo like comes and like sits by Nate Parker. Yeah. Like mm, on the bed. Mm. And then, and then it cuts to him, like proposing to his girlfriend. And I was like, wait, what, what was this bed? scene? <laughs> like, or is it just showing us that they're good again? I don't know. It was like, there were just some scenes that I was like, this, this stuff doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the editing was, was strange at times. Yeah. The pacing was strange. Ugh. Yeah. The, we didn't have like what was Nate Parker's main what was his main storyline? Was it the drinking? Yeah, man. It was he, the drinking. It was a drinking. The fact that he was afraid he was afraid of like making the wrong decision as a as a, a leader. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But that also was very much like was 
was very much told to us. It was you know, so, everything was told to us, dude. You know, yeah, and that's my that that's thing. my ultimate like, thing about yeah. the movie is that like there is a lot of telling, very little showing, but because like because the Tuskegee Airmen are interesting, the movie was was you know and are you know right. interest are legendary. You know, the movie hit me in a way that in a way that it probably wouldn't have hit me had I watched it in in 2012. Like I I probably would have hated it in, in 2012, you know? And this is one of those, this is another one of those movies that should be better, should be bigger. That's the, that's was one of the main things I saw in a lot of the, the reviews was that was like, you know, you know, when Harriet was made, we of course chat on it because <laughs> it was like this, this figure deserves a movie that matches how incredible she, she is, you know? Right. And, and my, my enjoyment of Red Tails is not because I feel like this is a movie that captures <laughs> the essence of what makes them, you know, you know uh, uh, in a, such an amazing part of American history, not just black history, but American history, right? But did I get to watch a movie about them? And did I feel some thrills? Yes. I don't think the same is true of some of these other movies that this does fall into the category of, you know, like I didn't feel any thrills with with hidden figures. I didn't feel feel any thrills with Harriet, you know, but like this, you know, and 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 I also think that part of my enjoyment has to do with how how I w- went in expecting one thing and I got something else like this. Mm. The, the movie was not what I thought it was going to be. It it it. You know, it wasn't just gloss. It wasn't just this sort of other thing. You know, it kind of, I don't know. That That's what was surprising about it to me. Yeah, man, this, uh, man, this, uh, this movie, honestly, I wish I didn't watch it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I'm not, I'm going to be, look, we fasting stuff up. I fast forwarded a lot through this movie, man. And I still feel like that wasn't enough time. Gerard, this is why you ain't like it. You fast forwarded through it. You no, it was, no it, it was like, it was like, I was, I was very, how much did you fast, be real, how much did you fast forward through? No, I watched, I, I'll say this, it was two hours, I definitely watched at least an hour, I definitely watched pretty much all of it, it was just certain moments, I'm like, nothing's happening here. Yeah, like you're fast and forward like, and you're seeing the Italian girl yeah. again, and you're like, this fucking white lady, like, and you, but like, you're not I, seeing the scene. It's like, I'm just like, I don't care, it's like, I don't care, I don't God damn care. it, the white lady's back! <laughs> This is Gerard watching Red Tail. I oh, fuck the white ladies back, man. This ain't shit. Why don't I know these characters? Well, I missed a whole hour of it. No, <laughs> I, I, I didn't fast forward that much, but I definitely, I definitely did fast forward through when the white lady came. Um, no offense <laughs> to her, I'm pretty sure she's a wonderful actress. I was just like, I just they went back to her more than I thought they were. Um, which I guess makes sense. They were trying to make that love, um, story make sense. Yeah, I, man. I, I just don't understand. It is a Disney movie, I guess. You know, at the end of the yeah. day, I mean, <laughs> it is on Disney. It felt Plus. like it was PG. I'm yeah. sure it was PG thirteen because of the action, but it 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 almost felt like a PG movie. You know, it's hard because I don't understand. Like, I liked Remember the Titans, and I realized Remember the Titans is one of these bubblegum Disney yes. movies, and that's all fake, right? Like none of that. All none fake. Of, none of all right, right. fake. <laughs> like not all, but like. Coach Boone, like, major- he got fired. Like, they got him out of there. Like, 
like he still to this day defends himself. They like try to get him on some bullshit, like all fake, even after he did so much for them fucking whatevers. But I'm like, why was that movie enjoyable? But when I see the rest of these little shits, it's like, again, Green Book, worst movie ever made. It's like, you know, top two worst movies ever made, you know. Uh, that movie won an Oscar. You know what I mean? What's and that the movie, other one? Uh, the other one. The other one. The other one is uh, Birth of a Nation. The, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Bray, Bray knows me very well. Bray knows me. Bray, you know me very well. That's of course what the number one worst movie is. The movie that was shown at the White House when it came out because people thought it was so good. Um, uh, so it goes. <laughs> so, yes. To yes. Be clear. It goes. Yes. <laughs> Birth of a Nation. Green Book. <laughs> and then uh-huh. Trolls Three. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> nah, there's no, there is no Trolls Three. Oh, it's a Trolls Two. No, no, it's coming out, isn't it? No, is no, it coming no. out? Not the animated one. What's the, the live action one? Oh, the Troll. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it okay. Troll? Whatever. Wait, what's that? Oh, Bray. When you get bored, you should watch it. Um, so those are my top three worst movies ever yeah. made. You know what I mean? I mean, Green Book is kind of put. Green Book may be number one because it is bad. It is low key offensive. It was awarded during the modern era, at least with um, Birth of a Nation. People are like, oh, we can't like this no more, even though, you know, it's still in the National Film Reserve. But like, you know, so they kind of neck and neck. Like, you know what it is? One got up to go to the bathroom first. So it's like neither one reached it, but like one got two steps extra ahead of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. If mm-hmm. I meet Mahershala Ali, I got to tell him, I'm like, hey, bro, you know. He knows. Like, you know. When he won he got that his Oscar. Oscar, though. He got his Oscar, though. When he showed up with a hat on there at the Oscar. There is a Trolls 3. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, no! It's, it's, a, it's, it's fantastically horrible. I love it. It is it is a wonderful watch. Please, if you get bored, watch it. It will be more entertaining than Red Tails. I, would, I will buy you... I will help reactivate your AMC account if you watch that and tell me if it's not more entertaining than Red <laughs> I couldn't believe how slow the planes were flying because the trailers oh made it seem like I was about to see <laughs> but maybe two well, hours of literal nonsense flying. But the planes were supposed to <laughs> be slow. But it was slow. the jets at the end. Ah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't be believe slow. it. <laughs> I mean, look, man, you know, I, I will say Hollywood does need to do one of these cool team ups for black actors. I like I, I I feel like they have it for action heroes. You know, you see like, you know, the majority white cast when they get to do these kind of team of movies. I'm even like really excited for um, what was it Gunshake Milkshake? What's the name of that movie? Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I, I, like I'm excited. I just want to see a Gunpowder Milkshake. Gunpowder Milkshake. I just want to see what's the black meetup? Like, what's the black elite? fucking movie look like you know what i'm saying we got like and i'm talking about like cross-generational i'm talking about the movie where i'm looking at angela bassett in a scene with Issa ray who's in a scene with michael b they're drive, fucking you know, righteous you're talking about. huh Come, dude it can't like drive, even if it's like a fun a fun movie Man, black I don't, panther 2 i mean honestly <laughs> braylock you joke but you're right <laughs> we're all going to wakanda niggas we're all that dude got dragged before he even got announced good lord internet is swift boy anyway um y'all hear about that dude i'm not gonna talk about him wait, wait what, what? <laughs> we'll talk about what you're talking about we'll talk about it we'll talk about it well look here's my <laughs> thing i'm gonna have to do this i feel like i'm gonna have to do this <laughs> you know all my other bits are dead from now on is cool. red tails a good movie is what i'm gonna ask y'all every <laughs> single people don't understand for the next minimum the next year and here's why i'm gonna ask is it good because i really had a great time watching this and i thought i was gonna have a miserable time 
And I also uh-huh. can I fully agree with both <laughs> arguments that I just heard. It actually legitimately makes me question what the word good means. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, is it entertaining? I'm like, <laughs> I'm because, like, yeah, I I enjoyed it, but is it good? Is it? Is it is good? It, is it good? Should this have been made? I don't know if it's good. Should it have been made? You know? And like I mean and I it's think on we need Disney another plus. Was, it's it is on Disney Plus. And I that definitely think we need another movie you know, with the Red Tails moniker, you know, that is a that's about these men that like te- that tells the story, you know, with all of the gravitas that it deserves, not just, you know, pop stuff. But like, honestly, like, man, it has a 58 percent. I am shocked. I know it's not fresh. I can't believe it's 58 percent. And I can't believe I enjoyed it. <laughs> At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, His Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's time for the cause. Yeah. We rate and review films not based on how much we liked it, but whether it helps the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Damn. So if the film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. And if we believe it did not help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Okay. On the count okay. of three, ratings for the cause. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, you can't see it. <laughs> my my back <laughs> drop blocked my head. Drop. Drop. You gave it nothing, Drop. I'll go first. I, I'll say I'll this. Go first. Oh, okay. I almost gave it a palm, Drop. I'll go first. Nothing. I'll go first. This is my thing. And I didn't base okay. it on, I really didn't base it on whether I liked it or not. I based on do I think it helped these actors get other parts. And I truly don't think this was the movie that helped somebody get a part. I actually think if you were asked most of the actors if they made this movie, they would have forgotten. Like if you went up to Michael Bean like, hey man, how was Red <laughs> no. They'd be like, what, what's that? No. I, I, no. I, I, you know it, damn it well they yo, remember that they did it yo, and they're upset. <laughs> low key, low key, low key, I feel like it is not a movie people are like, you know, okay, uh, whatever. I feel like we all are, are people. We live in the real world, and like sometimes you hook up with somebody, and it's like, ah, damn, is that 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 person's on my list now? Like, shit, <laughs> like ah, like um, you might I think I, I am be a that person, person to <laughs> some people. I'm about to say, I, I think some people are like, oh, damn, J- I, James the Third. Oh. I was like, I may be that person, but I feel like this movie is that movie. Like, I don't think outside of. Outside of like David, which I really don't think this helped David. I don't think this helped Nate. I don't think this helped Michael B. And the people who aren't them, this movie definitely didn't help them. I really don't. I really don't think, I, even so much so 
that when I think about the movie that put Michael B on from, and and particularly like Fruitvale, the reference that Ryan Coogley gives is Friday Night Lights. That nigga wasn't like, hey, yo, man, I saw that motherfucking Red Tails. Yo, I had to put that nigga in this movie. Like, yeah. like Ava DuVernay okay. wasn't like, hey, man, Martin Luther King was in Red Tails. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it helped him pay rent, which God bless. I love. I don't know. Selma came out in 2014. This movie came out in 2012. Uh, the timing's pretty close, though, and this is definitely his biggest role. He, he, you know, but he ain't American Negro. They like the non-American Negroes. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like almost. I'm about to start. I'm working what? on my British accent now. I'm about to start talking. Okay. I'm about to come on this podcast and yeah. be a whole there different. There are a lot of <laughs> British black actors. True, hey, yeah, hey. it's not going to work the other way. <laughs> nah, watch, what? watch. Yeah, I remember when that when that one. Uh, 30-something-year-old white lady swindled everybody because she thought they were like, she was like 18 and she's writing on them TV shows. I'm about to show up at all these casting offices with a new name. Just looking. Don Cheadle had a British accent in uh, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's like, no. I mean, I did, I, but just so you know, it wasn't because of about like I did think like did I think it helped the cause in it I mean you guys yeah. are probably gonna tell me why I did but I just was like I don't know well I'll say I almost gave it a I almost gave it a palm because it didn't make a lot of money and I and I know that like you know well I would now not thinking about Selma that is pretty close but it was like I feel like Red Tails was a movie that people were trying to sweep under the rug after it came out so like I almost gave it a palm for that reason but because it employed so many black, there were like extras. I was like, I know that Nick. Like it was like there were just mm, mm. so many black people in this movie. Yeah, I get it. And um, and just thinking about what George Lucas was saying about how like it was tough to make to make the movie because people are like, how do all how do all black movies fare overseas? You can't. How do I market this? What do I do? You know, and mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know if this movie helps the cause. But going back to what Aaron Covington said when he was on the pod, like this movie, like, is the cause. Like someone like a George Lucas or anybody with 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 clout being like, I'm gonna make this movie with with all of these black people, and fuck how you feel. I'm making it. You know. Like that to me feels like that's why that's why I gave it uh, a fist, but I did always yeah. give it a palm. I think this movie definitely helped the cause. I mean, look, the other thing you have to remember about Hollywood is people get their next role usually before the movie that yeah. they start in comes out. Yes, yeah, and so when people are like, "Oh, you were cast as a, a leading character or a supporting lead in like." a movie made by George Lucas that has a $58 million budget sounds like you're good enough to be in an art movie. You know right, what I yeah, mean? I give, like, I give you that. I feel like it had to, it, I feel like it definitely helped David yellow. Well, at the very least. And then like, who knows? I don't know if it like actually helped Leslie Odom Jr. Obviously he became famous because of Hamilton, but like, it was crazy to me to see him in this movie. I was like, yeah. I was like, Oh my God, he was, <laughs> I didn't realize he was doing movies before Hamilton, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I think he didn't start Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton is kind of famously had a very long road, but I still don't think it, it, it wasn't this early. It was probably like 2013, 2014. And there was just so many other people like, yeah, this probably didn't actually help Michael B. Jordan, but like, it's still another credit. Like, you know what I mean? Like Nate Parker, Nate Parker wasn't a household name. 
yet. I mean, I mean, I guess he's maybe he still isn't. I don't know, but I don't know. I feel like this movie helped. I think this movie helped people. It, it gave a lot of people, you know, Terrence Howard was kind of already, he already did Iron Man at that point, but Iron Man, man. Iron Man. Iron Man. You yeah. all are main, man. Iron Man. Every, everybody in this unit, man, is a main, man. That's why I didn't like it. That's why I couldn't. That's why I couldn't deal with the speech because he was like, "So why was he so casual? Why was he trying yeah. to rile everybody being that casual?" Yo, Jamie Foxx is an asshole. He could have ruined anybody's career. Yo, now after hearing him talk about Terrence, all I hear is Mike. Go ahead, Mike. That's all I hear. I'm just saying, cast Cuba Gooding Jr. more. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they should have switched parts, and I don't like Terrence Howard because I love Terrence Howard. I love Terrence Howard. Hustle and Flow is my shit. But just cast Cuba Gooden Jr. more, please. Put him in more stuff. That's why, big. He's, why, he's never stopped working. So why, put him man? in more big stuff. Nah, man. He good, man. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm saying radio was a long time ago. Radio was a long time ago. Oof, Let's radio. forgive actors for movies that we didn't like. Let's put Cuba Gooden Jr. back in a movie. Wait, this is my what? new bit. What my movie? new bit at the end is I'm going to say... <laughs> Put <laughs> Jr. and more stuff. I'm having a break a, a breakdown. This movie has broken me <laughs> in so many ways. Don't you think it's so crazy that uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson was like such a huge television show, Ugh. and like the person who probably got the least amount of like Why heat doing from this? that was Why are you doing this? Cuba Gooding Jr. and he played O.J. Simpson because he was in jail. It wasn't about O.J. They brought it was him about back to OJ. they brought him to American Horror Story. Thank. Thankfully, he did the American. He did the season right after that. But then it was like, you know, but then he's probably still. But wait, but isn't he? Hold on. He's problematic now. Right. My bad. Am I, I'm out here oh, yeah, championing he him. He and he's like, he ain't that great. He oh, is never he mind. Don't cast him. No, yeah. Don't cast Terrence Howard problematic. I mean, yeah, but, just, but 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 Cuba, like I think all these men. I think Cuba, right, well, don't cast Cuba no more because we don't fuck with him no more. But I'm just saying he was he good do? at what he did, though. He was like good ripping at people job. at the club and shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. All yeah. right. Well, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him at a... I saw him in New York once. Uh, at a club? At like uh No, not at a... Well, it, it was like one of those like speakeasies. It was one of those places where they like play the piano. It was a very small mm. like bar in the Lower East. Uh, not Lower East Side, the village. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you All guys right. so much for listening. <laughs> 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 You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website uh, where you'll find links to merchandise. We got t-shirts. We got phone covers, pillows, anything you want. Uh, not anything. It's on Public, Guys, check it out. And we have a defunct Patreon where we no longer do new episodes, but we have a year's worth of episodes. So if you haven't done that, sign up. It's $5 a month, and then you can unsubscribe whenever you want. And also, if you rate us uh, five stars on iTunes. We will read your review on the air. This one is by Underwater55. I love it. Very funny. I appreciate the perspective on race in the movies. Simple and sweet. Thank you. That's really nice. Oh, I dig that. I liked that. Yeah. And uh, also, we have like a le- this thing called Letterboxd where uh, you could like, you know, just, 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 uh, Suggest movies for us to watch. And oh, we'll yeah. Help us out. List. Help us out. You know? Uh, this was on that list, I think. Yep. And uh, what else is there to say other than we'll see you next week? Peace. Peace.
Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.